Whoa. What the heck? Someone, I swear, someone touches something. You know what? We'll do it live. We'll fix it. Susie, was that you? I know what I did. What did I do? I don't know. Somebody touched something. Anyway, I we, touch are anything right now. we are live right now. I am your host at the moment, Logan Stone, and welcome to the seventh inning. <laughs> ah, that's still crap. Oh, Josh, you need a better microphone. Get it I'm in my earbuds today. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I'm your host, Logan Stone, and with me, as always, is Josh Edwards. Like the hemorrhoid cream, Darren is next to me. To fix that Josh Edwards problem. Darren, how are you doing? What's up, guys? How are we doing? Looking forward to talking a little baseball here. A couple uh, new guests here on the network. Division rivals, but I guess we can figure out a way to get through this podcast together. So looking there forward are to no that. rivals here in baseball. Oh, there's rivals, man. There's always rivals. We're all friends. <laughs> we speak kumbaya. We're all servers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Speaking of uh, rivals Look, slash best that, friends. We, we can... We can say that the athletics are our daddies. Like, that is okay. Like, we as Astros fans are aware of this fact. Okay. Like, we know. We know. Do you regret trading Tony Kemp to the athletics now that he's a stud? I, she I, forgot who I was. love Tony Kemp. <laughs> I no, love Tony are you Kemp kidding too. me? I fucking yeah, love Tony Kemp. Tony okay? Kemp. Like, I, I adore I Tony Kemp last year. I wanted him so bad but, to replace Tommy Edmond. What? You always want no to replace Tommy, Edmund, Tommy no. Edmond. No Tommy Edmond slander here, sir. Thank oh, you. You can. Oh man. Uh-uh. You need Susan, to not watch Cardinals Chronicles. Start with me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we have Susie and Shelby Miller from the Bourbon and B- Baseball Podcast. Sh- Susie has already talked a little bit. Shelby, how are you doing? Man, I'm great. I'm I'm excited to finally be on here. Shit, I'm I feel like I'm pretty hard to get a hold of. So I know it's, it's been a <laughs> what lot do you mean of, you uh... feel like? What do you mean you feel like you're hard to get a hold of, bitch? Are you oh, kidding me right now? Wow. No, Shelby. No, golly. <laughs> Starting off. No, man. Just, I, I, I'm freaking ready. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, I hope I bring a lot of good energy, and uh, I'm looking. I'm I'm really excited. I, I looked at the notes, and I'm pretty pumped to get to some of these conversations. Yeah, we do have some baseball news, but uh, first we wanted to talk to you about your podcast, uh, Bourbon and Baseball. So I stumbled on you guys two weeks ago now, uh, and I watched one episode. You guys were drinking, and so that made me, I was like, oh yeah, I'm hooked now. Sir, Uh, you have to be a little bit more specific on which episode that you caught that we were drinking. It was season two, episode three. I believe you were talking about your new uh, savior slash uh god uh kyle tucker poster that you got that your husband got you oh man it's beautiful man she she definitely got yeah yes yes anyway so i got we're winning there i I texted you guys i texted shelby and then she ghosted me and then uh susie ended up texting brandon without and brandon never told me and he was like oh by the way this uh bourbon and baseball girls uh they texted me and I was like, oh, cool. I I was, you know, sitting in the fetal, fetal position waiting for them to respond to me. And Shelby just was like, oh, no, no, Logan. You know, Logan. You know now, I, now I, I realize that I uh, was a little unprofessional and that's a very bad thing. No. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize what your day job was. So you're totally forgiven for like me asking you to do that. Like the first week of uh, the returning of schools. 
you know, you know what? I I, I could have texted you back through the tears. I I should have. I should have texted you back through the tears. But you know what? <laughs> I, just, I, I I just let. Susie literally does everything, and I've said this multiple times on the podcast. I pretty much just get on here and talk shit every week. I don't even really do anything else. I don't touch. I don't even know. Like somebody asked me the other day, they're like, "Where do y'all record on?" And I'm like, "Hell, I don't even know the name of it. I don't even know how to use it." And I'm texting Susie. I'm like, "Hey, what? Do you, how do you do all this?" Yeah, it's yeah. it gets pretty tough after a while. But anyways, uh, so you guys start started bourbon and baseball last year. Yeah, uh, so we started yeah. this, I guess. Uh, the middle of this past season, I believe, like right, right before summer started. Yep. Um, it, it actually kind of was a joke at first. I had, um, I reached out on Twitter to, I had a guy named Robert Land reach out and it was something, uh, a tweet about a podcast. And I was like, man, I literally responded. I was like, man, I feel like I would be really good at this. And then I ended up going on his podcast and then Susie's like, Hey, we should start a podcast. And I'm like, Okay. Yeah, and then at oh. one point it wasn't talk anymore. Like we were really going with it. I'm like, damn, I'm just gonna take it and run with it. Yeah. So we, ha- so I had found baseball. Found baseball. I had gotten into baseball uh, in 2018 and was se- more seriously getting into baseball. And my husband is basically tired of listening to me rant about baseball. And he had kind of like he had kind of floated it like you should start a podcast. And I just kind of laughed at him. I was like. Um, who the fuck wants to listen to me about baseball? Like no one wants to listen to me about baseball. And he goes, you would be surprised. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know who I can't, I can't do a baseball podcast by myself. Cause that would be weird. And then I tried to find other women podcasts about baseball and couldn't find any. And then I stumbled on the episode that Shelby had done with Robert Land, where she literally said, I would love to be on a baseball podcast one day and I was like done and done <laughs> done okay and so Shelby and I have known each other for years and so when that came about I reached out and I was like Shelby baseball podcast yes and she's like of course let's do it and the rest is basically history now so like Susie you're a new you're a relatively new fan like 2018 is when you really started getting obsessed with it yes. Shelby you uh played college uh softball right yeah, so I, I went to the University of Houston and played ball. Um, I've been a fan of the Astros for a really long time. I mean, and I got to go to my very first baseball game in the Astrodome. And then when I was playing t-ball when I was four years old, I was number five. So, you know, I love Jeff Bagwell. Um, kind of fell out of watching it for a while. But then um, when I was at U of H, the stadium's right there. So, I mean, we, we could go to games for little to nothing and – like 2014 and 15. I mean, we were $5 and they had like college night or to where you could go for little to nothing. So I kind of got back into it and then um, moved away, uh, coached in college a little bit. I was living in Louisiana when the Astros won in 2017. After that, it was, it was, it was a wrap. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I ingest is baseball now. And then this, this past year, I've actually gotten to a lot of, I play a lot of MLB the show, um, and I got really into it probably about the last year and a half or two years. I follow the whole league now. So, man, but it, it's awesome. I'm sure people get tired of me getting really geeked up. All my emotions build up to Sunday when we record. And I'm like, I've been waiting all week to fucking talk about this. I can't wait. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you played Diamond Dynasty? Are you at that level or are you just at the franchise mode? 
Oh no, I I, I play Diamond Dynasty. I got really bored this year. I'm, I'm like four cards away from Mantle, and I was like, I'm, I just got over it. So, but I mean, I play quite a bit. Oh my gosh. What yeah. words are you even saying right now, Shelby? Like, I don't even understand the, uh... what's going on. <laughs> They're talking. I got about a little too upset. <laughs> yeah, I got a little too obsessed with Diamond Dynasty last year, and I, I, I went. Yeah, it was it was bad. I was it was like daily. I was uh, anyways. Uh, anyway, so so you guys started up bourbon and baseball. You guys uh, obviously have a healthy obsession and a little bit. Uh, you know, we can call it unhealthy. We can call yeah. it what it is. Yeah. yeah we well, call it if it I is. call y'all's uh, obsession unhealthy, then. I have to call my obsession unhealthy. Like you haven't even heard me talk about Trey Turner yet. Uh, Darren, Josh, oh, do you God. guys have any questions at the moment? Keep him away from Trey Turner and keep him away from Juan Soto and the show will be fine. <laughs> well, now, now you got me curious, Logan. Now I have to poke you with a stick. Are we on the Juan Soto train or are we, are we off the, the Juan Soto train? Oh, we love Juan Soto. We, he thinks about Juan Soto him. in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> No, Trey Turner is in the shower. Okay, Juan uh, Soto's the night before he goes to bed. Juan yes. Soto's holding the towel for him. Okay, yeah. So, so we, so Logan, you're you you are on the bandwagon of Juan Soto deserves a gold glove in right field. You're okay, on that no, bandwagon. No, he does not deserve that. But he okay. is still. I can. I say he might be the next Stan Musial, which is a very is very high praise. He's. Which I think blasphemous. I think he's got one of the best plate vision. Uh, He's got the great best plate vision since uh, Lance Berkman and Matt Carpenter. Uh, just because he's he's just so good. Anyways, this is not about Juan Soto again. I promise you. <laughs> it only started uh, with Juan Soto. <laughs> he started. Okay, I kind of started it. Anyways, but uh, Darren, do you have any questions for them as an A's fan or as a baseball fan? Well, I was kind of curious as a podcaster. Like you know, I always kind of find it fascinating when you. Like how hard, how challenging did you guys find it at the beginning? Like, was there any challenges amongst the way with it? Like, you know, finding the time to do it. Like, you know, that's what we were talking about that today on our part. You know, just kind of in the rhythm of getting used to it, putting it out weekly, making you know, you're you're talking to your friend, but you also don't want to sound like an idiot out there at the same time too. Did you find any challenges with that at the beginning? Yeah. So we had to re-record our our quote unquote first episode like three yeah. times <laughs> because we had. And by we, I mean me. I had all of the technical difficulties the first yeah. the first two times because the first time, which we both admittedly said was probably the best episode that we had ever recorded ever, sure. and we had what was what was it, Shelby? Was it you could hear me but you couldn't hear you? Right. Yeah. You could only hear one voice. So she yeah. like she was like talking to herself, and then the second so, time I was just talking to myself. Yes. You used Riverside, didn't you? No, no, no. We used Descript the first time. Yeah. And there was some sort of hack, something that, like a workaround that you had to do if you weren't on a Mac to to pick up the microphone or something. And I obviously did it incorrectly because I thought I did it correctly. I did not because it only picked up me and it didn't pick up Shelby. Second time, it picked up Shelby and it didn't pick up me. <laughs> so the third time that we recorded, I said, fuck it. We're, we're going to record down here. We're gonna backup record it somewhere else. It was a it was a whole thing. And by the time we got to our third first episode, we were like, "Oh my god, this is like the third time that we're re like saying all this information." So it was it was interesting to say the least. Because yeah. yeah, it 
it was not it was not great it was not great that josh awesome. and i have uh had that experience yeah, yeah but no when it, when it comes to the schedule and stuff it was it was pretty easy to figure out that sunday was like the best day obviously with like my day job and stuff um and we, and we did really kind of get into a groove like we know that sun like sundays is our day and then the you know things come up or whatever a lot and you know i try to communicate that but um when it comes to like getting it out and it getting you know quote unquote views and all that kind of stuff we set the bar really low we were like we're literally just going to get on here and talk about baseball and just go about our day like it's it was just we were just videoing our conversation is pretty much yeah. what our expectation we didn't really expect for people to just start watching it or you know to be you know variety sports network eventually have a show but you know we were like okay if something comes of it then it comes of it it is what it is so but we're, we're having a blast with it man it's this is awesome it's always a great way to start my week uh and can i ask one yeah. more thing Logan, real quick is i it sounds like kyle tucker is Susie's favorite player maybe it sounds like and it sounds like jeff bagwell is shelby's maybe favorite player growing up is there anybody else that you guys i was just curious is there like a somebody else that stands out to the fans there a bgo maybe or a, i don't know Altuve now and something like that. So we're both Kyle Tucker stands. Like I, I, ba Bagwell is my OG. Like that was that was my guy. I did the stance. You, you know, practice that stance you know, all the time. Of course, absolutely. But yeah. but we are we are Kyle Tucker stands for sure. Like we. Yeah. I'm gonna move my I'm gonna move my monitor up just a little bit so that you can see a little bit more of my of of my room. Like, do you see that up there? That's that's a picture of Kyle Tucker and I and my twins. And if you look real, real close, it kind of looks like a family picture. Not going to lie. <laughs> I I don't actually have feelings like that for Kyle Tucker. Like, I, I don't find him physically. It was your I Christmas just, card, though. That's what you're I saying. I just, <laughs> no, no. I, just, I love Kyle Tucker as, like, a player and, like, as, like, a as a baseball player. I don't, I don't love Kyle Tucker like that. However, <laughs> I, like, when Kyle Tucker leaves in free agency, and, like, he should because he deserves – all of the money go get your bag sir uh i will cry literal actual alligator tears cry it will not be a, it will not be a good day i don't know how much y'all listened to our show but um we have a running it's not really a joke but we have a kyle tucker cheer in our house um so my girlfriend loves kyle tucker that's kind of how it all started um he looks like stinky peterson from hey arnold and i will never be able to get that image out of my head and if you you need to look up who stinky peterson is right now if you don't know who it is and so literally when we cheer for the astros we're like oh my gosh go stinky let's go stinky and it's like you just can't it just stuck it just stuck yeah i've uh, been I, literally since since he came up i have we have been like all in on kyle tucker when everyone in the astros fan base were saying trade kyle tucker he sucks but no no no, he was getting his feet wet. He had to season a little bit, and no, no, we we are Kyle Tucker. Don't listen to the seventh inning stretch after game two. Oh yeah, Logan, <laughs> you will not. You will not like Logan and you. <laughs> no, 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 we, we were not fans of Tucker that day. No, no. So I was. I told Susie this when we met her. I said I was not. I got really angry at Kyle Tucker for saying. Oh, hopefully we sweep them. And I was like, what are you, are you spitting in the face of the baseball gods right now? For yeah, real, like before World Series? Like, oh my gosh, that's so stupid. Yeah. No. But yeah, Kyle Tucker and Bregman, that's, that's, that's my guys. I love Alex Bregman. I think he's, the, I think he's 
going to be one of the best third basemen of all time, to be honest. I mean, I just yeah. – I, I think he's very undervalued. 1,000%. Um, Jeremy Pena, also – I'm very high on Jeremy Pena, mostly because I find Jeremy Pena physically attractive. <laughs> very physically attractive. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, Josh, do you have any questions about the Astros or anything? Um, not – I mean, the only question I would have would be for Shelby, and that's because she's only she's been with baseball long enough to remember probably back when the Cardinals were the Astros' daddy. Oh yeah, central days. So what's funny is that um, Susie actually was watching the the World Series, um, and she was like, "Oh yeah, there was a big hit," and I'm like, "David Freeze, you're talking about David Freeze, like he is like a Cardinals legend." Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, I just watched I just watched the 2011 World Series. And if we can rewind, if we could go back in time and and get all of my reaction from that Logan, like we would we would go viral and we would all be making a gajillion dollars because the ridiculousness that came out of my <laughs> mouth that I that just that I tweeted out actually too. But that it was all of the most amazing ridiculousness that you could imagine ever because i literally know nothing before like 20 2018 and when i say that i was shocked and amazed that there was skinny albert pujols and skinny freaking nolly cruz <laughs> playing out in the field i'm like i'm sorry what now how are they out there with the with the gloves and the things and then yeah, and then David Freeze. I was like, I need, I need Cardinals fans. Like, is David Freeze amazing for y'all? Like, do you do you revere him as a god? No, yes. Yes. Well, yeah. Susie, Susie, I saw that tweet, and I actually sent you. I tweeted you back, and gave you like my full explanation on David. <laughs> oh Freeze. yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. So that was my personal point of view uh, about where he ranks. He's definitely there, but he's not, you know, with some of the other greats. But um. There's more World Series you need to watch. I think I gave you a few of those to go back and watch too for great ones. Yeah. Um, but do you like Shelby? Do you like the fact that Houston's in the AL and no longer in the NL? Or well, I guess it doesn't really matter now. But did you like the switch over when you guys got to go play with the DH? Uh, I really didn't have <clears throat> too many feelings, and honestly, it was just a lot because they did the total rebrand. Like they did, they changed everything. So. I can't really say if I didn't like it or not, maybe just because it was a lot. Um, but <laughs> I pretty much felt like we were just going to get our shit rocked for a while. That's about the only thing I can. I, uh, I, uh, that's probably my only feelings. Yeah. I just, I was like, Oh God, we're going to get our shit rocked for a while. We got uh, our buddy Tyler uh, saying, I don't think Pujols, his ball has landed yet. Yeah, uh, I think it was, was it Lidge? I think it I don't remember if it was Brad Lidge. Lidge. Yeah, yeah. Brad Lidge. It was a, it was just it was an absolute moonshot. It was like a Jorge Soler moonshot. The moonshot that ruined a career in the yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. I think yeah. they found it on Mars the other day. Uh no, <laughs> but uh it's funny. I so growing up as a Cardinals fan, my dad is a huge Cardinals fan and he hated the Astros in the 2000s because, you know, it was always the Astros and the uh, Cardinals. And I remember in, I was playing, I got drafted or whatever in little league for uh, the Astros. 
And my dad got so mad. And I used to wear the hat like in the house and he was like, take that off. And like right when the season was over, he he grabbed my stuff and he said, you got to burn this. And I was like, okay. And That's so like we we couldn't have any Astro stuff because I think it, it was in 2005. So like even though we had the Pujols home run, we still lost that series. Well, we did get through on Brad Lidge's career. So that was good. Um, but yeah. anyways. I feel, when, so uh, welcome here. I feel so welcome. When, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, when I when I started watching when I started watching baseball, um, so my husband is is quite a few older than older than I am, and so he would try and fill me in on on all the things. And every time Albert Pujols would come up to bat, you know, for the Angels, uh, he's like, "Oh man," he's like, "Astros killer," and I was like, Al- "This this this Albert Pujols is this is this what you're talking about?" Like, th-? and he's like, "Yeah." For years, oh, yeah. for years, Albert Pujols was an Astros killer. I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and it's one of those like, uh huh, sure, like of course you know what you're talking about, and then and then That's like a- watching that World Series, I was like, oh, I see now, I see now that <laughs> Albert Pujols was actually a really good player. I I got you now, and he's like, That's how did you not believe you- me? Yeah. That's interesting that you think of Albert. You don't like you didn't see Albert Pujols the way Darren, Josh, and Shelby even saw him. So, like, that's really, like, we, like, back in the day, that was, like, he was the greatest player of all time. He was the dude. Yeah, and, like, they were already comparing him to Babe Ruth in every other month of uh, Sports Illustrated and ESPN magazine. He was greatness. Well, uh, I I guess news this week, we uh, officially announced – this week that uh, you guys are joining us. You're going to do a show. Um, so like you're going to do an Astro show. Uh, we spent long, countless hours trying to figure out what to name it. And here it is back that Astro. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, we, back that Astro's up. We love it. We love it. If you haven't already picked up on, the sarcasm note in Shelby and I's voice. Like we, we love, um, we love being sarcastic. We love being sassy. We are obviously women who love baseball, but we're also women who love baseball and know what the fuck we're talking about. Like, we're not just, you know, like pretty faces talking about baseball. And so we kind of wanted to play off of that, but you know, not, overtly and so we the the first time um shelby gave me names they were they were not the most appropriate so mind you last week i mean i was getting at work at like 6 15 and i wasn't leaving until i think i was on the road when she texted me like hey we got to name this thing it was like 5 30 6 o'clock i'm just now on the way home my work day is like seven two three so I was like all over the place. She's like, hey, we got to name this. And my very first response was Astros and Titties. And she was like, uh, I don't know about that one. I don't think we can call it Astros and Titties. Astros or Titties. Astros or Titties. That's the so or then, is very important, Shelby. So then I was like, okay, I have a 16-year-old boy since of humor. And then I was like thinking about uh, stepbrothers. And I'm like, Strohs and Hoes, right? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So and then and then I was like, okay, we can tone it down a little bit more. And I'm like, hey, 
you, you know, use a fine motherfucker once you back that Astros up. Why not? Let's do it. I, I think that's it. I think that just, you know, it, it, it gives our sense of humor. Um, yeah. And, sure. and, and, and that's all we want. I mean, we're, we're not, we just want to represent us and what we're about. And that, and that's base baseball, the Astros, and then, you know, a lot of humor. So uh, I think it ended up being perfect. I'm, I'm glad that, I'm glad it ended up working out and that's what we ended up going with. Yeah. Um, I had some names and all of a sudden she's, uh, I texted Susie some of the names and then she goes, Oh yeah, we have uh, we already have a name. And I was like, cool. Do you have a uh, logo yet? And she goes, boom. And I was like, Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> she, <laughs> Done. It was great. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I love that you guys are a part of the BSN family now. Uh, hopefully, Susie, we have been brainstorming. We're trying to get you to do live reactions of uh, World Series games. Uh, yeah. Pretty soon, I, I guess you have watched the 2019 World Series. Yeah. Why you got to why you got to rub salt in the wound, Logan? Honestly, that's one of my favorite it? World Series. That's not that doesn't involve the be. Cardinals. Of no, I I, I didn't have a dog, and I was also watching it on a cruise. So that was that's another reason why it's one of my favorites. So. I, <sighs> The atmosphere. Freaking Howie Kendrick. And so <laughs> you'll love this. You'll love this, Logan, because uh, I have strong feelings on Juan Soto. Such strong feelings on Juan Soto. And when I tell you that I wanted Zach Ranky to give all the fucking smoke to Juan Soto <laughs> when he did that fucking Soto shuffle in the box, oh, I gosh. have never wanted a baseball player drilled more than that moment i wanted zach ranky to just give him a freaking bow tie and i i was like i was screaming yeah 84 mile an hour chin music from zach i was thinking that stuff wouldn't have flown with uh nolan ryan or bob gibson so that's uh i i was yelling i was screaming at my tv when juan soto did that in the box and so okay so this story will not make any sense until I tell you the backstory. When I originally moved to, to Texas from Vegas, my husband took me to uh, to a little, not a little league, um, travel ball team game that I had to photograph because that's what I do in my day job. And I didn't know anything about baseball still at that point. And he's like, we're just going to go. We're going to photograph this game for my friend. His, I think they were like, 10 11 12 i don't actually remember the age but they were they were in that that age range we're gonna go and we're gonna photograph this game and i was like i don't i don't know anything about whatever is going on so cool okay whatever and so he's like just stand here aim like focus on the batter in the box and just push the button i'm like okay fine so we're going and we're and uh my husband's friend's kid is up to bat this fastball comes whizzing by his head and the kid leans back as to not get hit by the pitch. And all of a sudden his dad from the stands is screaming at him. You fucking lean into that ball. It's only going 50 miles an hour. You fucking get hit. <laughs> and I'm standing there not knowing anything about the game, not knowing anything about how the dynamics of anything works. And I'm traumatized taking pictures of this of the little kid in the box and I'm just standing with the eyes wide open and I'm Asian. So you see the whites of my eyes at this point. And my husband knows that I am shocked at this point. And he's like, just 
just any any and i was like i'm i i am i am enraged i'm indignant all of the feelings are coming out because like how dare this parent start yelling at the i'm like are you kidding me right now i was so mad i was so angry because obviously didn't understand the game at all so at that moment when Juan Soto is doing the fucking Soto shuffle in the box and Zach Greinke is staring him down and I'm yelling at the TV and I'm like, I'm like, I hope you drill that motherfucker. I was so mad. And Mike goes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mike's my husband. T- tell me it. Tell me again how you don't want people to get hit by the boss. Like, I don't give a fuck. I was so mad. I was so mad. And he's like, wow. Wow. So just a complete, just 180 from, from that person. When you first moved here to now, good job, Susie. Good job. I was like, I, I was like, I don't even care. I was so mad. So that was my whole getting hit by a ball in baseball story. You you gotta yeah, you gotta wear that shit. You you can't let you can't you can't risk a strikeout right there. I don't care if you get hit and you get a concussion. You wear that shit. No, um, yeah. was not aware. Was not aware of that fact when I was photographing this game, and now I one thousand percent kind of kind of agree that. And cussing is like a second nature of baseball too. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I always I always laugh about yeah, like tobacco. Oh yeah, tobacco. Yeah, tobacco. definitely tobacco. <laughs> um, I always laugh at like whenever I see baseball podcasts or any sports podcast, and then someone comments, "My son and I try to watch this, but you guys cuss." I'm like, "Listen, he needs to de- fucking deal with it." Um, <laughs> like your son, your son cusses. Don't worry. It's not like he just he's a some saint. I don't. Oh well, yeah, he's 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 tearing those kids up on Roblox. Yeah. He's just. He, He's already on porn. So. They got him on Fortnite. He's cussing people out on Fortnite. Yes. Yeah. Grown ass men out on Fortnite. He doesn't even know what all the cuss words even mean, but he's saying it like you fuck. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but uh, well, we love having you guys on. We're looking forward to all the maniacal things we're going to do. Darren, you have a couple minutes left, and you mentioned it before the show even started. I'm going to throw a curveball. Right. Who are we? I mean, not who are we rooting for? Because I hope we're all rooting for the same team, unless you're a communist. Uh, who do we have winning the World Baseball Classic? Darren, I'll start with you. <laughs> uh, Korea, of course. Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> I. I'm just kidding. That it's funny because you know North South Korea communists. It's it's funny, right? okay good Good. we love communism uh (laughs) anyways vsn wants all the smoke right now y'all all of it right yes out of texas texas loves communism the Dominican republic line is stacked that's all i know that line is nelson cruz is the gm of that team that's what that's gotta be the easiest gm job of all time well he's player gm (laughs) Player yeah, GM, yeah. like yeah, sir, yeah. I was like, what are what are yeah, you doing, Cruz? Why are you even batting? Stop it! He's leaning yeah. off. No, he's he's, <laughs> he's playing right field to re uh no, to, uh, don't do that don't to redeem that. himself for that twenty eleven World Series. Is, okay, good. It's amazing how he stopped being a right fielder after that game. They're like, no, we're we're not doing that anymore. Could have, could have. Oh god! It, but uh. So you you like the Dominican Republic in this one? I mean, does I, anybody have a better lineup? 
I like Japan, honestly, and not just because of Shohei, but uh, there was this player I heard about, and he's now my new favorite player of all time. Uh, and now I can't remember. I'm, uh, I'm going to judge you when you can't say his name, Logan. Just, oh, I just can say his know. name. I just can't remember his Trey name. Trey Turner okay. is not Japanese. You can't get away with <laughs> <laughs> He identifies. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, Someone so say for being your new world's favorite player. Exactly. Suzuki. <laughs> no, his name is like. Oh. I'm all. Yeah, is it the? Is it the? I'm like, which one is it? Is it the? Is it the, the one for the Red Sox player. or the one for? No, he's not even. He's not even in the major leagues yet. Okay. Uh, so, uh, where's it played out this year? Uh. I know Miami has one. Miami has it. Phoenix. They're playing Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Phoenix and Miami. Uh, while I'm looking for the player, uh, Josh, who do you got? Um, so I got – I don't have an overall favorite because I'm still trying to figure out which way I'm leaning. But I've got it down to three teams. Um, I've got it down to America, USA America. all the way, baby. America. Um. You gotta I'm say it like that look- if, it, if that's what we're doing. America. America. Hey, I'm in Missouri. We don't have that that exact dialect. Um, Puerto Rico or the Dominican. You don't have you don't have Japan rank, ranked up there. I mean, they're up. There. They're probably in my top five, but I don't okay. know if they're four or five yet. My three, my top three is pretty well set. Okay. Why do you have Puerto Rico in there? Oh, well, I got to root Puerto Rico it. for. No, you owe somebody money. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Why would you I got root a guy down Puerto there? <laughs> Don't <laughs> you say you, he's going to leave halfway through the uh, tournament just to play, watch his basketball team? I'm sure. I'm sorry. I love him. Uh, if you guys didn't know, it's Yadier Molina. All of a sudden, he loves him. Yeah, I, I love Yadier Molina sometimes, but. Not all the time. Uh, he rarely loves Yadi. Dude, sk- he hates Yadi. I was not aware that Yadier Molina could actually hit a ball. Again, going back to the referencing <laughs> that 2011 World Series. Okay. He's like one of the players of all time. He's one of the most clutch batters ever. I just, I just gave Logan a heart attack. Like, that, that's, that's amazing. I just gave Logan a heart attack. Oh, that's, gosh. Seriously, these oh, these are the, these are the takes. When I tell oh. you, Logan, that we would have been viral, like th- oh. these are the takes, and the headline would be "Stupid girl doesn't know actual baseball facts." Like that would have been the headline. Okay, oh, like, I'm man. fully aware. And then, guy but, that has watched baseball does not eat it. <laughs> but again, again, you want to you want to sit there and tell me that in the last couple of years, Yadier Molina has been a good hitter? No, not in the last couple of years. Exactly, and that's five. all I have. That's all I have to fucking base my observations off of. Josh, I want you to know I have not. On. I have not coached her before. <laughs> I don't I believe I miss you. I I haven't even talked about Yadier Molina, but you I tell everybody Susie, me up. You have risen through the ranks right now <laughs> as like my favorite. Like I'm gonna replace Josh with you because. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, back it up. You hate Tommy Edmond so much, and in every trade scenario, you try to trade Tommy Edmond. And Susie said no bad talk about Tommy Edmond. So, See, I'm like no bad talk about Yachty. The man literally 
build stadiums in Puerto Rico. I, I, I don't do I don't do Yachty slander well, to be honest. I don't, I don't I, do look, it. See, I'm not trying, on my side too. I am not trying to slander Yachty or Molina. I am just I am stating facts. The last few years since I've watched baseball, 2018 and on, has Yachty or Molina been a good hitter? No, no, but he's still no. one of the top five catchers behind the plate. I, I, we're not talking about catching ability, sir. See, you I'm sound not saying just anything. like Logan. You, I'm not the whole position is both parts. I'm not saying you're a catcher. Being behind the plate is more important than hitting. That, did I? Am I refuting that fact? I am not. No, I'm just sir. letting you know. I'm just I'm giving not, you a heads up. I'm. Don't call but, me, sir. I'm not. However, however, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 40 years old, so I'm. I'm gonna. Okay, you're older than I am, dear. you look younger, but you're older than I am. Wait, did you just call me dear? Oh yes, ma'am. Yeah, yes, ma'am, and yes, okay. See, I can do the ma'am. I that that's fine. Don't call me dear. Like I no no sir. That's not that's. Well, you're in the south, so dear darling. Okay. Definitely don't call me darling. Like I will actually fly to Missouri. We love. And we and I will throw a punch you. Like that's not a thing that we're. Darren Shelby and I are just like man. She's not your typical southern chick. All right. I'm from I am from Vegas. Like I will I will fucking fight bitch. Anyhow, okay, but like. But really, though, we are going to we're I separate I separate catching ability with hitting ability. I I will one thousand percent maintain that Yadier Yadier Molina amazing catcher, amazing. Okay, like catching ability one thousand percent up there. Yadier Molina at the plate with a bat in his hand, not so good, not so good. I'm just I'm gonna put that out there, and 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 no one can refute that fact from 2018 on. Not so good, right? No, in that 2011 World Series, when they put up his stats, I legitimately was shocked. And I think, did I text you, Shelby, or was was that a was that a text to Mike? I don't remember. Regardless, I had texted someone in all caps. Yadier Molina was actually a good hitter at one point, and 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 got that same reaction because I did not know. I was not aware that Yadier Molina was super amazing at one point in his career. See, this, like I said. It's a, it's not just thing. super amazing, clutch as hell. That is like the you want a runner on second base with two outs. That's the guy you wanted up for a little bit at a time. That, that's the amazing thing because he did suck at hitting the last three years. Okay, see, so I, it's one of those things where players in the later years of their career, I only have that that frame of reference. So when I see them, like I said, Nelson Cruz in right field, actually fielding balls and doing athletic things besides <laughs> hitting at the plate. It's one of those. Like, it's what the hell it's happened? Mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Susie, you're going to be so much fun to have on the network. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm going to start thinking of coaches now that are coaching that are playing in World Series. That's what I got to get you now on stuff like that. I got to get. I got to start looking for this. Thing. I, I'm surprised that in a Yair Molina argument, I was quiet most of the time. I didn't have to say you're learning, anything. Logan. I didn't have to say a damn thing. Less is like, more. I know. But I will say between 2012 and 16, Yachty stepped up in a tremendous way. And like before, he was a shitty hitter too. Like before 2012. Like in 2010, no. everyone was like Yachty or Tony LaRusso famously said if Yachty was hitting zero a batting average, he would still be making the lineup. And Funny, so, that's how we feel about, and I, I say we, that's how the Astros feel Maldonado. about Martin Maldonado. Yeah. He's just not nearly as good defensively as Yachty was. But um, Astros uh, fans, turn away. Yeah, Don't right? listen to this, this portion of the, of, the, of the program. But anyways, <laughs> it's, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, Yachty, definitely the last couple of years. I just get mad at Yachty because I feel like he should have retired after the 2020 season. 
It was like okay, Wayne just, Wright didn't let him. Yeah, a thousand percent. I I I, I agree. With that. I would have rather okay. had JT Realmuto than Yachty's feelings. Uh, Side note: a little upset that I did not get to see Wayno in that 2011 World Series. I was very upset. Tommy Johnson. Yeah, that was the one he was injured. We yeah. thought he it was going to be a wash year, and he was coming off like a Cy Young, like top three. Like he and Chris Carpenter were top three in Cy Young for 2009, 2010, not 2011 because Carpenter was shit for most of the year. Yeah, but anyways, I was very so, sad. I did not get to see a young Adam Adam Wainwright pitch in the World Series. 2006. Didn't watch that. He's closer. Okay. Okay. Closer. Yeah, closer. Well, he was a closer there. That's how he started. started his career. That's yeah. Weird. His first at bat ever was a home run against the Giants. Yeah. Yep. He was a reliever Wait, at that point. Now. Who was Anyways. the pitcher? Who was the pitcher? Do you remember? Um, I ask who? this like I know the answer. I don't fucking know the answer. <laughs> I don't remember that one. He's somebody though. Hold on. Pirates. <laughs> yeah, but Wayno was one of those pitchers that could actually hit. Yeah. Well, not in, towards the end, but. Golly, let's just rain on everybody once they're over 36 years old. Yeah. If you, you're over 36 and you don't produce, get the fuck out. Okay. We got some news stories to go over. Darren, did you have a news story that you wanted to talk about before you had to go? Or do you have to jump now? Nah, I, I probably should go now. Here, I got to, uh, probably should jump off. But I did want to say I did, because uh, you guys will talk about the Ares trade a little bit later with that. I have, I, so I, my, I, um, I teach and coach uh, basketball over at a school here. So I do, we do this uh, basketball league on Saturdays and the guy that does the refing is a scout for the twins in our area, in Northern California out here. I live out in Northern, you know, about an hour North of uh, San Francisco. And I was asking him about the trade and he goes, yeah, he goes, I don't know. He goes, we traded, we traded a batting champ for a, uh, uh, for, a, for a middle of the rotation guy. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting take from somebody in the organization. Not necessarily has a say, but, just a scout that's been involved and still does stuff. So uh, as I as I log off here uh, as my on my thirteenth uh, wedding anniversary here, I gotta. Uh, it's uh, it's good to be with you guys, Shelby and Susie. Hopefully, I can get you guys on the Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports here podcast, and uh, we can talk about the A's and Astros a little bit here. But Logan, yeah, I wanted to leave you with that little asshole. nugget. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get out <laughs> of here. A little nugget about inviting them onto Fat Boy Fadeaway just yep, whenever. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. But invite them on there. But I got to go, though, with that said, yeah. uh, guys. But uh, Logan, until then, see you guys next time. Later. Hey, guys. Bye. Yeah, take it easy. yeah, we do have, uh, I guess, our biggest story. And I don't, I mean, I, I guess Pablo Lopez is kind of a middle rotation. He's not an ace by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, Twins acquired Pablo Lopez and Jose Salas. A top prospect for the Marlins for a batting champion, Luis Arias. Um, Pablo Lopez uh, last year had 375 ERA, 108 ERA plus, 371 FIP, and a 1.16 whip. Uh, Luis Arias uh, led the league in batting average last season, which is the only reason why I'm mentioning it. Uh, 316 batting average, 375 on base, 795 OPS, and a 130 OPS plus. Um, Shelby, let's start off with you. What did you think about this uh trade? Uh, so I don't know if if you saw my immediate reaction on Twitter as soon as it dropped, but I love I love Jazz Chisholm. I think I think he's an electric athlete. I think he's a new age guy and. The first thing I think is like, what the fuck are they going to do with Jazz Chisholm, right? 
Um, obviously, he was injured last year, but uh, I think he has a really high upside when he comes back. So um, I was pretty worried about that. But then when I saw that they're going to move him to center, which even though he's never played, me and Susie just had a little hash out about this, um, about Jazz Chisholm going to center field. Um, comes out and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go win a gold glove. I'm like, hell yeah, Jazz Chisholm, go out there and win a gold glove. So, I, I, I'm for it. Um, I, I think the Mar the Marlins are doing some special things in their front office, and uh, I don't know. <coughs> I, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna watch. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pay attention to the Marlins a lot more. Yeah, but they're okay. uh, pretty interesting. And Jazz Chisholm, famously, you kind of touched on it, and I'll get to Susie in a second. So hold on. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just, just be over here drinking my water. So just, oh, yeah. we, already uh, got, we already went into this. But uh, Jazz uh, told his GM, if you didn't find, like, if you didn't sign a player, I'll move over to center field and I'll win you a gold glove, um, which I think is pretty bad, like like you said, badass. And I, I love that. I think, like, as a player and as a GM, you want to hear that. And, you know, to hear Jazz Chisholm just completely um, bought into that um, was really cool to hear. Susie, you okay. sound really on board with this idea. What do you feel? So I want to touch on the point where you said that Pablo Lopez is not an ace. I, You are correct in that he is not an ace in the Miami Marlins rotation, 1,000%, right? Because, like, who the fuck can, can yeah. compete with Sandy Alcantara? Uh, however, in that Twins rotation, he's looking mighty fine as the ace because, like, who else do you have? You have Sonny Gray. Yeah. Yeah, Maeda, right? Joe Ryan. Okay. Oh yeah, super ace Kenta Maeda. Right. That's like all. The, no, no, I'm not saying he's gonna be ace, but like, there's nobody. <clears> Tyler really Malley, like, yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's not. There, there's, there's Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan who held that rotation up <coughs> last last season, and you, you know, and Pablo Lopez is gonna is gonna slot in there as their quote unquote ace, which you know, at, at this time. You are one hundred percent correct. Like he would be the the ace of the of the twins. Um, we we did hash this out on our on our episode of Bourbon and Baseball of Jazz Chisholm um, moving from you know short to second second to center field. And while I while I still maintain that Jazz Chisholm is one of the most electric motherfuckers you will ever see on a baseball field, he is going to go one thousand percent, and he's going to hurt himself in the center field. He's going to run into that wall trying to lay out for an amazing catch and he's going to hurt himself and he is going to hurt himself very early in the season and we will not see him the rest of the season, Shelby. Okay. I want to see Jazz Chisholm play. I want to see Jazz Chisholm do all of the things, the amazing things, the amazing plays. He's going to hurt himself. I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want him to get hurt obviously, but like, it's so, it's like I said on our show, like, it's so much easier to put a leash on a dog and pull him back than to give him the hunger. Jazz yeah, yeah. has the hunger. Jazz, he has the hunger. I'm, not, I, gotta... I'm not arguing that fact. I'm no. not, I'm, that's, not, that's not the fact that I'm arguing. Please. I'm arguing the fact that the motherfucker is so hungry, he is going to go over the center field wall to get a meal. That's what I'm arguing. In order for him to play a full He's... season, it's got to be controlled chaos. To kick off the season, absolutely. It's very high chance that he's going to do something ridiculous, right? But once that chaos is controlled, how do you? It's going to be awesome. How do you? How do you put a? How do you put a? A, a control on that though, because it's Jazz Chisholm. There's no choice as an organization. You have to. You have to. Like he. He is now like him and Sandy Alcantara are 
the face of Miami baseball. I don't understand why. Why the Joey Wendell slander, Shelby? I don't understand the Joey Wendell. He doesn't slander. wear batting gloves. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's true. I don't think he wears yeah, I was kind of surprised they had Joey Wendell at shortstop to start, and uh, they're moving Jazz to center field because I was I told you on your tweet before I looked like a complete fucking re- <laughs> moron uh, that I was like, oh yeah, I think he's just going to move over to short, and Joey Wendell's going to be a backup, and then they were like, oh yeah, no, he's going to play center field, and I thought. Look, yeah, obviously he's going to have more risk of injury, but I think also, like, you're still going to – if you're going to get injured, you're going to get injured at second base, shortstop, third base, any position, right field, left field. So the only place that you really aren't going to get injured is DH. Uh, And even then you can still get injured. So um, it's just – I don't know. I think, I think they just want to see what an entire lineup of second baseman can do. That's that's what it is. Listen, Skip Schumacher was a center fielder and a second baseman, so maybe he's trying to get everybody to be like him. When I tell you that I when I recognized player. Skip Schumacher's name and was like, "I'm sorry, what? The manager of the Marlins played actual baseball?" And my and my husband was like, "I can't. Why do you even talk with the things, Susie? Yes, he played baseball for the team. And I was like, I, what? I don't. And then Ian Kinsler. I was like, what? Ian Kinsler? And he goes, how the fuck do you know who Ian Kinsler is? And I was like, because yeah, he's, he's, he's a manager for, for one of the World Baseball Classic teams. And he goes, are you kidding me right now? You okay, know the World playing. Baseball Classic? And I was like, yes, yes. What was like, Why don't you? He was very mad. But yeah, again. I think he's playing in the... I think he's playing for Israel. Uh, is he? Is he, is he a player? Is he a player manager too? I, I thought he was so. just the manager. But uh, yeah, I think I think Ian Kinsler is playing. Um, Josh, what do you think of this whole trade and Jazz Chisholm? So um, the trade's the trade. Uh, I think it's a fair value trade for both teams. Um, Susie and Shelby both kind of hit points that I was thinking of as in. Pablo Lopez is not an ace starter for most clubs. He's a number two, number three guy for most clubs, but Minnesota, he, he very well could be their ace. Uh, so I, I like the trade value-wise going both ways. It really helps Minnesota. It solidifies their rotation. The thing that gets me about Jazz Chisholm is I could see him not being in Miami if Miami's going to do what they traditionally do with good players, which is ship them out of town. Um, and he could be somewhere else. And, and I have a great destination for him. Not that it will happen. Logan's already scratching his head. Um, no, I had an itch at that time, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, but I think St. Louis would be a great fit for Jazz. And here's why. St. Louis Cardinals have an overabundance of outfielders, and now Miami needs a true outfielder. So why not shuffle Dylan Carlson and Nolan Gorman down there to Miami? Skip Schumacher can have both those guys pick up a future DH and send Jazz Chisholm over to the St. Louis Cardinals and put Jazz at second base to run the middle of the infield with Tommy Edmond. So Logan's about to have an aneurysm over here. So what do you know? I, I follow some prospects. What is what is Gorman's ceiling now? Is his, He'll his be a DH his entire career because he sucks at defense. 
That's he's got the power they, to get 40 home runs a season. Colton Wong was shit at defense when he first came up. So was Tommy Edmond even. So like And I, you hate both of those guys. I do hate I'm really Colton shocked Wong. you hate Tommy Edmond. I'm I'm kind of so I don't hate Tommy Edmond. I hate in here and I'm like I don't think I've ever heard Tommy Edmond slander anything. The thing, yeah. The thing for me about Tommy Edmond is I don't want to spend too much time on Tommy Edmond, which means we will. Um, that is that like Tommy Edmond, he's really good defensively, obviously, but on the Cardinals, it doesn't help um, that he is very not very, but pretty lackluster on offense, especially but he's a when you're on a team in the last two seasons. Who cares about hits on base percentage? Don't you start with me. You know this. Uh, but, like, it, it just offensively, he's just been very lackluster, and I don't like that on a team that's pretty mediocre, uh, excluding uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. So that's my thing is, like, you can't have too many guys whose main focus is defense and then just be like, oh, well, his offense is crap, but guess what? We're fine with it. So, um Fair That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Fair uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I think you're crazy, Josh, for thinking that we would need to send both Dylan Carlson and Nolan Gorman to the Marlins for Jazz Chisholm. Well, I would hope that we could get another prospect back in that deal, but I would I would be willing to ship both those guys off to get Jazz if that's what it took. I, I think, honestly, I think Gorman's going to have a bounce back here, and I think Carlson's going to have a bounce back here. I would rather trade – I mean, obviously, obviously, O'Neal. I would rather trade O'Neal, but, um, well, yeah. Anyways, uh, but he's not a center fielder. I think I think if Pablo Lopez was still on the table, then yes, I would trade both of them uh, for Lopez and Jazz Chisholm. But whatever. Oh, uh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, not in. In a heartbeat, I, I wouldn't even think about it twice. I'd throw Burleson in too. Anyways. Really. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I don't know. I, we're, I, gonna, I, we're gonna have to come. We're gonna have to come back and 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 talk and talk about these things. That's, that's yeah, because that's what's gonna yeah, happen. It's a it's a lot of stuff going on here. He, <laughs> Josh, Josh flies off the cuff sometimes, and it worries me. No, I'm kidding. I fly I off the cuff. You've been gone for a month and a half, there, sir. Okay. I just have lots of things to share with you. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Uh, I'm still holding out hope for the. Shohei Otani and uh, Mike Trout deal Mike Trout. to the Cardinals. That's <laughs> but, precious. Uh, That's so cute. You, listen, but the the Cardinals rotation does need an anchor. So you're. It does. I mean, it, it's it, yeah. And honestly, even though Pablo Lopez was not going to be the ace, and I don't think he's even the ace on. I mean, the set, the Twins rotation is so bad that he's the ace by default, and like he's a number two guy. That's that's what he is. It's nothing. It's it's yeah. I, and I mean, it's, it's it's facts. It's facts. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's he's like, I mean, he would have been the ace for the Cardinals, and that's a sad truth to have right there. Um, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> that it's a sad truth, or that he's the that ace. he would would have necessarily been the ace by default. <sighs> Who would have been the better ace? Don't you say it. Don't I was going to say Monty. Oh, okay. Well, I don't eh. think Monty. I think Monty is a two guy, two or three. I think, I think he is a two guy, but I mean, if Monty and Lopez are both on the Cardinals, I think Monty uh, could be the ace. Is all I'm saying. I think that would almost be a, a coin flip. I don't know. I think 
prime Jack Flaherty as the ace, but no, if that's I don't think we're getting becomes prime again. Yeah, this is true. You need for an ace, you need to have lights out stuff, somebody that like can strike people out. And Cardinals don't believe in that because oh, defense is the greatest thing ever. Anyways, we're moving on. (laughs) Scott Boris. So Carlos Perez, finally, he spent two months in free agency only to come back to the Twins. And uh, it was a six-year, $200 million deal. For less Uh, money. Yeah, the AAV. I would have thought the AAV would have been higher, but whatever. Um, So Scott Boris uh, called out the Mets for their handling of the Correa deal. And uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. He said, I gave them all of the information. We had them talk to four doctors. They knew the issue the Giants had, and yet they still call the same doctor the Giants used for his opinion. There was no new information, so why negotiate a contract if you were going to rely on the same doctor? It was different with the Giants because the doctor had an opinion they didn't know about, but the Mets had had noticed notice of the whoever wrote this was wrong. Uh, Notice of this (laughs) They, uh, oh, they did have, they had notice of this. They ha- they knew the opinion of the Giants, so why did you negotiate when you know uh, this thing in advance? Um, he said he didn't understand the Mets either. So, uh, <clears throat> Susie, let's start off with you. What what do you think of this, all oh, Scott Boris's comments? Do you think he, they're founded? Do you think they're just kind of ludicrous? Do you think he had a legit argument that the Mets – who is in the right? At, at this point, I what the fuck is in Carlos Correa's ankle? Is it glass? Is it is it some <laughs> sort of implant that will just magically implode within the next couple of years? I'm I'm so confused by this, especially because of the fact of that throughout all of the injuries that Carlos Correa has, never once has it been his fucking ankle. Like not once. Yeah. So you want to tell me that you're concerned about his back? Cool. Got it. What when everyone's like, oh my God, his ankle is going to explode. Why? I don't, is it, is the implant going to disintegrate at some point in time within the next four or five, six years? I guess it's, I guess it's six. After six years, his ankle will just, you're just going to have to amputate that and he will just be a one-legged pirate. I don't, I don't even understand. But the fact that the Giants, that the Mets consulted the same Giants Ankle specialist? Are there, is there only one ankle specialist that people consult? Is this the most world-renowned no, ankle specialist never. in the entire world? Sorry, I have feelings. Ankleman, have, yeah. When 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 this broke, you know, I had feelings. Of course, they're gonna call the doctor, right? Because they're gonna yeah. see exactly what he found before they get a second opinion. So I do think I, I, they, I, know, I gotta wait on my time to shine. But yeah, do like, they? But did they? Gonna... Okay, that's fine. You can consult. You can consult with that doctor. Okay, like yes, here. Here are all of the things that we're worried about. Okay, cool. Are you not sorry that my computer is making random noises? Are you not also going to consult somebody else to say, "Hey, uh, let's let's maybe get the second most well-renowned ankle specialist to talk about this glass ankle that apparently Carlos Correa has"? Like, what the actual fuck? And if you were only going to consult the one, why even why even talk? Why even why even have talks about let's let's give you all of the monies let's do 10 years and one gajillion dollars why that doesn't make any sense yeah it was weird i mean i think the problem that they had was 
giving him money till he was 41 years old. Um, I think the leg would deteriorate after 36. And I think that was the problem that they had. So, I mean, it was just weird. It's just like, dude, just, I mean, I'm not, I'm against long-term contracts as it is anyways, because all of these long-term t- contracts being handed out to like, so sorry, Logan, to Trey Turner and like, and Xander, Bar- like, what are we doing here? Why are we paying these motherfuckers till they're 90,000 years old? I don't understand, but it is what it is. It's well, not my money. It is just fake play money that people are handing out. Trey Turner is different because he's the best player of all time. Uh, Josh, do you have oh. any uh, thoughts on this? <laughs> Well, Trey Turner's not the best player of all time. Susie, I think trying to piss me off. Guys are getting too big of contracts for too long of time. Um, so I'm liking the Susie, the Susie gal, girl, lady. What do you want me to call you? Not beer. Just not, Susie. Know, not beer. You could just you could just call me Susie. That's fine. Like I. Oh, know. I'm a nickname person. So we're gonna figure something out. Um, but the, these. Jesus. Until Rhea they sign a contract. In my opinion. What? I said until they sign a contract, let's not give them a nickname. Okay. Well, everybody gets nicknames. I won't I'll tell you guys Logan's when we get done with the show. Perfect. I like um, it. It's not it's not show appropriate. Did but, you wait, did did I hear you correctly? Did you just say Korea's overrated? Is that what you just said? I oh, just want to make sure. Yes. I'm sure he will. I do. I, I believe Correa is overrated. He's a very, very good player. One of the best players in the MLB. But he's not He's not worth the money that he was getting offered on those first two contracts at the term. Side note. In my opinion. Side note. Yeah. Do you also believe then that Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts and Dansby Swanson, we'll, we'll throw Dansby in there, also don't deserve their contracts? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I I am pretty I'm pretty equal across the board. Okay. Um I think these stupid huge contracts for these stupid long terms are insane. Uh for the fans, the teams, the owners and the players, except for the players. The players are, you know, making getting their money back, taking them home. Um but I think it's bad for the sport overall and I think it's I think it's just bad in general. Um but that's another topic for another for another day. Correa is a very, very good player. I need him to stay healthy, and I need him to be the number one player in the league for all the attention he receives day in and day out and for the contract that he was wanting. He should be the best defensive player, the best offensive player. He should be a you coach on the field. If, I, I, Again, I said day in and day out, year in and year out for that kind of money. That's, I would expect the same thing from Bogarts, uh, Soto, Turner, anybody who gets a contract like that. They better be the number one player in their perspective, not just position, but in the entire league in every category across the board. If you're going to be paid that kind of money, that's just my personal opinion. But this is where I have a big problem with baseball is that we don't have a floor. We don't have a cap. That's why we have these massive differences between the top of the league and the bottom of the league. This is my one big problem with baseball overall. But the deal's the deal. I mean, Scott Boris is. What who uh, I have problems with him as an agent, anyways. I think he was just fishing to get paid, and that's why he played the game the way he played the game. Uh, when it came to negotiating contracts, he shouldn't be mad at the Mets for doing their research. And you know, he's got a deal, he, he plays the game a certain way, and it's not always going to work out in his favor. And you know, we saw the results six years, 200 million. Yeah, 
So, yeah. to address Susie's thing before I get on to Josh, uh, Susie, Trey Turner, I think, deserved more money, honestly. Uh, so, I'm a big AAV guy. I think AAV should be like, if you're not getting, if you're not getting over thirty million, and you're the best at your respective position, like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't care about like the long term thing. Like, I'd rather play yet less years with for a better eight. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Trey Turner deserved it. Xander, uh, I think he got paid fairly, $25 million a year. So, uh, the, I mean, the Padres are stupid for paying him till he's 41. I mean, that's the thing is that as a team, like, I would rather play. Like the Dodgers, they do that right. They do shorter-term contracts but a higher AAV so the players are still getting their money. Um, and so I think the Padres are stupid for paying him till he's 41 years old. Uh, Dansby Swanson, the Cubs are just idiots for paying him $25 million. He did not need 20, deserve $25 million. He had an uh, outlier season that made him, but whatever. So, so do you think last season was, was just a fluke? You don't, you think, he'll... I don't think it's a fluke. I just think he, what I don't think it, I think he, he will be better. I just don't think he's still, I don't think he's worth $25 million a year or how much it was 20, 200 million. I think it was. 275 or something. Uh, no, not that much. Anyways, I can't remember. Uh, Josh, uh, I uh, I mean, Correa played 136 games last year. I mean, he basically. I thought he played more than that last year. I thought he played like 150 something games last year. Didn't he? No, nope. 136 and then 21. He played 148, 58 okay. and 20. He got injured in 19. I don't remember what that was for. Probably. That was some weird rib injury from a quote unquote massage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a massage. I've had that kind of massage before. Mm. No. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> whoa. Kidding. Kidding. Uh, so I, 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 I think, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think, I think the problem Scott Boris had was like, hey, he was very transparent with the Mets with what he was doing and what, was wrong with Correa. And then the Mets were like, Oh yeah, we're, we don't have a problem with that. And then they kind of pull a, pull a Boris on him and he, they kind of beat him at his own game. And they're like, Oh, well we don't like that. We're going to have to pay him till he's 42 years old. So let's renegotiate the contract to where either we don't have to pay him till he's 42 years old, or we don't have to pay him as much. And it'd be embarrassing for the, uh, for Correa if he had to leave. And that's what everyone was saying was that if the Mets pull out of this uh, negotiation, that's going to really affect uh, the Correa market. So that was my thing with it. Um, Correa had 22 home runs last year and 64 RBIs, which who cares about RBIs when you're on a shitty team, right? Um, so there's that. Uh, 366 on base percentage, which you will you will take every day of the year. So. Um, any other things on Korea before we move on? Yeah, sorry, um, I'm building. I'm building up feelings over here. My bad. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Shelby is a Carlos Correa stan. Go. No, I, go, I, I do. Go. I, I like. I do. I like Carlos Correa. I think he's defensively one of the best shortstops in the league. But I, I predicted when when he went into free agency, um, I predicted six to eight years because. 
Last year, what did you say? He played 130-something games, but it was his sell year. He had to perform. He had no choice. He was trying to get his bag. But before that, he's been injury-prone. It's been hard for him to stay healthy. Obviously, during his sell year, no, he's not going to sit out games if he has a tweaked back or something like that because that becomes a red flag to a program. So I, 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 I saw it happening. Now, I, I really thought the Mets would renegotiate him to six, seven years or something like that. So I was surprised when the Mets pulled out. But um, I, I don't think that's about what I expected for Carlos to get. Yeah. <sighs> Carlos Correa, at least he got $200 million. Which is, and you know, you think about this, this wouldn't have been a problem if he hadn't switched uh, agencies last year. Because if, I mean, so he was still beholden to that one, uh, to that agency. And so whatever contract he got, he would have to share with Boris and the agency before. And then he did that opt out year thing with the twins. So like him switching agents were was stupid on his a boneheaded move on his part he would have gotten a lot of money last year he would have gotten a depth i mean he could have gotten 35 million a year for 12 years or whatever he wanted and no one would have blinked and uh blinked at that so um it kind of is on him it's kind of on the mets i i don't know i i think they're all a bunch of idiots so thank god the cardinals didn't get him they they're conservative (laughs) with their money Bless it. Oh, whatever. Um, Trey Mancini signed with the uh, Cubs for two fourteen, uh, two years, fourteen million dollars with a player option after the first year. Cubs are building their team. Uh, they're they're having a sneaky hot season. Uh, Eric Hosmer, Trey Mancini. Oh, really? You don't agree with it? I'll get to you in a second. But I, I uh, Suzuki <laughs> is. Uh, going to come back. He's going to be healthy. I mean, they got a couple of good guys. Uh, and I think this team could scare you. Uh, it, and especially with such the such a crappy division they're in right now. And listen, I'm a Cardinals fan, and I can say that. They're in a crappy division. The Cardinals don't do anything to bolster up their, uh, their team, even though they had glaring holes. The Brewers actually got worse, which is surprising. Uh, <laughs> And the Pirates, you know, they're getting better, but they're not. They're still years away from being, you know, taken seriously. And the Reds, their ownerships can suck a fucking dick. Uh, So, Susie, since you had such a glaring issue with what I said, what is up? I look. Are did they get? Did they get better? Probably. Probably. Did they make interesting moves? I think that maybe that would sum up the the Cubs offseason a little bit better than 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 better. Do I love Trey Mancini with every fiber of my being? Yes. Do I tip my cap every every minute of every hour for that catch that he made um, during Game Five? One thousand percent. Yes. Do I think that he needs to be an everyday player to return to his original form when he was with the Orioles? 1,000%. Will he get that platooning? Prob- like, why did you sign both Hosmer and Mancini? What's going on there? Okay. Hosmer also, was free. Well, yeah. 
So and you haven't so for three years. Basically, you're just hoping that Hosmer returns to form. Like there's a there's a lot of reclamation projects on the Cubs. Do we do we agree with that? Do we not agree with that? Like what what are we thinking? I agree. Because do do you, do you honestly believe that Cody fucking Bellinger is gonna get better? Like don't no stop it stop it. Cody Bellinger is not gonna get better. Like he, the the Dodgers were not sitting there with their thumbs up their asshole like thinking that let's let's not try and fix Cody Bellinger. Okay, like what are we doing here? Cody Bellinger as a center fielder defensively, sure go for it. Cody Bellinger at the plate, what are we doing? Stop it. No. Don't sign Cody Bellinger to a $17 million contract saying that we hope that he gets better. No. Like, you know that the Dodgers have been sitting there trying to fix his swing since 2019. Like, what are the Cubs going to do over there with Cody Bellinger at center field? I mean, could, I mean, change of scenery is a big thing. Uh, we have a player that we used to love called uh, Matt Carpenter, my best friend. Love you, Matt. Uh, he was MVP level to up until 2018 of the 2019. Uh, he got kind of bad 2020, same thing, kind of a offsetter because 2020 was COVID and uh, Cardinals got really screwed out of that. Um, 2021 still bad 2022. He comes back with the Yankees and he looks like Babe Ruth reincarnated. Um, I mean, comeback player of the year, even MVP like talks were, and then he got injured. And so, I mean, a change of scenery is a big deal. And sometimes you just need a fresh pair of eyes. And uh, Bellinger was talking to, I think Joey Votto and a couple other guys, and he was trying to get better. So I think, uh, Oh, he was also working with Matt holiday. So I think, I think Bellinger, like a change of scenery is a big deal sometimes. And it's just sometimes it's just a mental thing that you need to just get out of. You need to change your comfort zone, get out of your area and just move on. Um, Eric Hosmer, I I think he's just a I don't think he ever was really bad. I think the problem was that he was getting paid so much and he was just not the type of player that he was marketed it as um he has a 334 on base percentage uh 337 in uh 21 i mean and like he's never been had a really bad year um he's been fair he's just not you know the greatest player of all time and i think having eric eric hosmer there would just help um bring in like some of the newer players and just coach them so i think when you get Eric Hosmer for free, obviously you take him. I'm surprised that it took, I mean, it was only the uh, Cubs who went after him. So, um, so I, I like the Cubs uh, right now. They look, they're obviously hedging a lot of their bets on what ifs Bellinger, Hosmer, uh, Mancini, a couple other guys. I mean, but they don't really have anything to lose. And if they still suck at the trade deadline, but Eric Hosmer has a comeback year and is like the greatest player of all time. Guess what? They, they can trade him away because he's basically free and they're, they're going to get a whole bunch of prospects. They're going to get all the prospects as Susie says. Um, And then Bellinger, same thing. If you get six months or not six months, three months of two months of prime Bellinger, you're, you would take that, especially if you're a playoff contender. So I think 
And then Bellinger next year is going to be a free agent and then he can resign with the Cubs. So I think there's a lot of what ifs, but I don't think it's more of a win year. It's more of a rebuilding year, rebuilding year. Let's just, I mean, it's kind of like they're in a weird position. Like there is no losing scenario here. So I like this for them. Josh. Oh, Susie. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm processing what, what you were saying, but I'm processing out loud apparently. Okay. then, Josh. Well, unfortunately, I think you articulated that a little bit better than I could. Um, I do see the Cubs being a little bit better this year. Um, and you and I have kind of talked about this on the side, so I know we're, we're fairly much on the same page with our thoughts. Um, it really is a, it's a, it's a win-win situation for the Cubs. If, if Hosmer and Mancini and Bellinger and uh, these young pieces that they have step up to the plate and Jay Happ and um, – Morell and continues to be on the up. The Cubs could be a sneaky good team this year. They're gonna they're gonna wreck some teams' playoff hopes. Uh, they're not Hap, playing not as many. Thank you. Sorry, I knew I said the wrong <laughs> name, but you knew who I was talking about. I um, since I think with the schedule change, I think that's gonna help the Cubs too. Um, they're not gonna have. And if the Brewers were, this would be more so true if the Brewers had not completely crippled themselves in the second half of the season last year and done something in the off season. But they're not going to get stuck playing the Cardinals 18 times. Uh, they're going to get to go play the other bad teams over in the AL Central and a couple of the other bad teams out in the West. So I think the Cubs could possibly be the number two team in the NL Central this year at the end of the year. I could also see them being finishing fourth. I, the parameters in which where the Cubs finish here are very wide open for me. I can see them having, like, I can have, see them having a very good season winning 87 90 games maybe depending on how things go how their schedule lays out how other teams help is throughout the season when they play them but um i i gotta give the cubs a big win here and, and logan knows this really well i am not a cubs fan by any means um i don't like the city of chicago either so it pains me to say this but i think the cubs have had a fantastic offseason setting themselves up for future down the road and they they may be a thorn in the Cardinals' side this season, and, and they may be a thorn in some other teams' side this year. So I, I like what the Cubs have done. I hope the Cardinals get, uh, don't get to the playoffs so that way Mosellock has to actually spend money next year and not waste the talent he has. <laughs> Shelby, what are your thoughts? I don't really have a horse in the race here. Um, and reason being, I, I've, I've already picked my uh, sneaky team of the year. So my my sneaky team of the year is not going to be the Cubs. But I, I had an early lock-in. So. Are I mean, we divulging I, that information of who your sneaky team is? My sneaky team is the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'm very yeah. – I'm very vocal about that. And I think Jake McCarthy is going to win rookie of the year. But anyways. Um, no, I mean, like – I don't think they'll win 90 games. I don't, I, I don't think they, I really don't think they have the pitching and I think that's what's really what's going to hurt them. Um, I think they have a sneaky good offensive lineup and defensively, but I, I just don't see them having the pitching to win 85, 90 games. So that, that's pretty much my, uh, that's my, my take on it. I, I, I also am a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a belly hater, so I don't see him doing very well. Why do you hate belly? I just I can't like well I'm I'm an Astros fan I mean I I can't I can't like Cody Bellinger but I just, I just 
Is it Josh no, who said that he has a very punchable face? Not that he has a very punchable. Who said that he that someone else had a very punchable face earlier? That Josh, was me. Typically, I think, no. Okay. Yeah, no, but I said I think Cody Bellinger has a punchable face, and it's 1, just like his 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 demeanor. I just don't, I don't. Not I'm a vibe person. I just get bad vibes from Cody Bellinger. I like just, I can't. It looks fun to get high with. Uh, jo- my Josh <laughs> says everybody has a punchable face. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting for the Cubs because, like I said, I don't think they have a real winning – like they have a no-lose situation in their hands. That's very rare, and they can see what happens and see where they're at. Um, anyways, so cool. Good job, Trey Mancini. You're gonna look stupid and blue though, so whatever. No, uh, I don't no, no. Nope. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting seeing him pins. And in, in pins, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. It, we it, look, everybody look looks horrible in Chicago Cub Blue. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We're on the seventh, Josh. Okay, and then our last hey, story. you're not making them be unbiased. That's because they're Astros fan and they're new. I had to wean him into it. <laughs> Andrew McCutcheon has signed a, or he has returned to the Pittsburgh Pirates on a one-year, $5 million contract. He is pulling in Albert Pujols. Um, can I start What this do we one? think of this? Yes, you can. What do you think? I Should love this. I absolutely love McCutcheon back in Pittsburgh with the Pirates. I love it because he did so much for that team and so much for that franchise and signing was there. He means so much for that city. Um, if he's going to end his career, I love him going back there and being on a bad team. And hopefully he takes his abilities, his leadership, and his experience, and he helps with these young guys like Bryant Hayes and O'Neill Cruz and teaches them the way to play the game correctly and gives the Pirates a good foundation going forward so they can be competitive again. That's why I like this move. I don't think it ends his career on a high note, but I think it, it ends his career with his legacy carrying on in Pittsburgh. I mean, how can you not like it? The, like literally the entire city of Pittsburgh stands up on their feet at the press conference. Like it's, it's storybook. It is Albert Pujol, you know, and I do. I, I agree. Um, O'Neill Cruz is that's like my number one guy to watch this year. I think he's going to be phenomenal. Um, and then Cabrian Haynes, I think he still has a big upside. So I, I, I totally agree. I think it was perfect to bring Cutch back for a year. I mean, his his he named his son Steel. I mean, he lives in Pittsburgh. Like, <laughs> how do you how are you not romantic about baseball? Like, this is this is why everyone's like, oh my god, baseball. The, it is magical. It is magical. Billy Bean and, got, uh, romantic about baseball, and guess what? They suck. No. <laughs> Should have signed with the Red Sox. No. Darren is not here to defend himself, okay? Like, why Why are you? No. Um... Because I want the A's to be good, too. He knows that I, I come at this because, out of anger that the A's suck. Look, the A's just need the A's just need to move to Vegas and just be and just be done with it, okay? Um, however, yes, too move, soon. going back to the Pirates. Going back to the Pirates. Uh I love the fact that they have signed all of these older players that have just have that veteran experience that they can bring to the team. Like I think G Man Choi is gonna bring all of the vibes to to the pirates. I freaking love G Man Choi, and I may be a little bit biased because he's Korean, 
but I think he's like the biggest vibe person ever. And I, I want, I so badly want that energy in the pirates dugout. Like that's 1000%. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, it is, it is an Albert pools move and I think it's good for the pirates. They're going to, um, sell tickets they're gonna sell i mean they're gonna sell out the first opening day and the last game of the season um i think it's gonna I, I i do hate it because they still aren't spending a lot of money no. to try to actually build their team which is sad um but they did get some i mean good guys this season um so i'm Interested to see this. I don't. I. I think they're going to go from being a shitty team to a med- mediocre team. So that's one step up, guys. Next year we're going to be subpar. Um. So, uh. Yeah. I. I it, it's cool to see Andrew McCutcheon. I don't know if he's going to retire though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if. I mean, he is thirty-six years old. I guess. I mean, time is winding down. He's still got a couple of seasons before he hits 700 home runs, so I, I'm not sure. Um, even 500 home runs, I think. But you know, we could. I mean, he could have a 250 uh, home run season. We could have that happen. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I don't really have much to say on this. I think it's just on an emotional aspect. It's cool to see. Um, like Susie said, how can you not get romantic about baseball? Um, hopefully they don't trade him at the, in the middle of the season. I kind of want that to happen just because it would be hilarious, but still. No, no, no way. No <laughs> way. It'd be funny. It'd be funny. Uh, seeing him and Brian Reynolds play with each other for the first time, uh, would be interesting. So, but yeah, do we have anything else we want to talk about? Just chit chat. Actually, I do. Um, okay. My favorite thing this week, Spencer Strider, number 99. How can we not oh, love yeah. that? I saw that. Uh, <laughs> How can we not love that? He yeah, better cut uh, his hair that way too, though. No, you, you, you got to go all out. You you, you got to go all out. Um, I'm here for it, man. That was, it was perfect. And then he comes comes with the, the Vin Scully, uh, starts broadcasting, and it sounds great. I think Susie, Susie t- t- what would you say on our show? I think the 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 days that he's not pitching, he needs to be in the announcing booth. He needs to announce the yeah. players, maybe maybe do an inning of of commentary. But if he doesn't if he doesn't step out on the mound that first like his first start with the with the uh, with the glasses, I'm going to be highly disappointed in Spencer Strider. Highly. There's disappointed. so much potential for this. There's so much potential. Well, I mean, this walk up song has to be wild thing. Got to. I mean, it has to be like it. Honestly, like. Forget the haircut. That has to be the thing from now on. Is wild thing. And you, and you know what, what makes it even no. better? It's like the last time we saw Strider on the bump, he was like launching pickoff throws into the outfield during the playoffs, right? So it just, it's it's perfect. Like, why can you not? <laughs> oh gosh, Spencer Strider. He should have won Rookie of the Year. Uh, does anybody have Josh? Do you have any thoughts on that besides you know? I what want the did. haircut. I want the earring. I want the glasses. I want him to come out on his first appearance, fully dressed in costume, even with yes. uh, you walk out with like the jacket, the leather jacket. On. Oh, yeah. I want the whole nine yards. I think it would be fantastic. Hmm. Um, but he's that, he's going to be a talent to watch for years to come. 
that would be magical. I yeah. would love that. I yeah, I like Spencer Strider. Um, speaking of the major league, I heard a really interesting story about how the Cleveland Indians got their name. Did you know that they signed the first two uh, Native Amer uh, Native Americans back in like 1890 or whatever? And so one of the other players, they say, what are we called now? The Are we called now the Cl Cleveland Indians? Because at the time they were called the Cleveland Spiders. And so they changed their name because they had two Indians. And so, and like Chief, Chief Wahoo, like was apparently because they were wanting to cheer. They were cheering. And so I was like, I heard all that stuff. I was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. And so hopefully that's all real because I got it off of YouTube and, you know, that's very well, it's, reliable. It's on the internet. So it has to be, it has to be real, it has right? Be, it has to be true. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, thank you guys for coming on. We are done. We're done. So uh, we are glad to hear that you guys are uh, coming over variety sports uh, doing ask back that Astros up. Um, I'm looking forward to your first episode. If you haven't go ahead and uh, check out their channel, uh, bourbon and baseball, uh, Susie, Su uh, Shelby, do you guys want to say anything before we kick the bucket? Uh, we just appreciate um, all of our listeners. Rate, subscribe, like all of that fun stuff. You can find all of our social media links, um, you know, somewhere, I assume. Bourbon and B-Ball on Instagram. Um, no, on Twitter. Just kidding. Bourbon in B-Ball on Twitter. Bourbon and Baseball Pod on Instagram. And um, you guys are actually, Variety Sports Network is actually going to do all of the things for Back That Astros Up. So and that takes one one more thing off of my plate. And that is delightful. We yeah. like that. So, And we're going to do, we're, we're going to try to do uh, reacting to World Series with Susie. So That's, we're getting that. We're yeah. getting that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're I got better. that. I got that camera, by the way. Logan, thank you so much okay, for sending good. that. I appreciate I got that. Worried. Yeah. I'm sorry that no. I had mentioned that. I. Oh, it's fine. I, I was going to, and then I got saw something shiny and forgot. So uh, it's totally fine. I I just I was actually going to get off of here and make sure that it actually got to you because I <laughs> I forgot all about it. Uh, gotcha. By the way, the player's name. Oh no! Did I seriously? You lost it again, didn't you? I had it, and I was ready to pull it up, and then I accidentally. Hold on! Wait! Wait! That's wait. amazing. Munataka Murakami. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Japanese player. He just broke the uh, single season home run record. Yes. Uh, Twenty two years old for Japanese. I, I, if you have not gone to betus.com and put money on the Japanese to win, what are you doing? You're putting money on the Dominican to win. I hope Rafael Devers hits fifteen home runs in four games. Whatever they gotta play. Oh gosh, I hope. I hope he plays third base and then he misses like a whole bunch of balls. And then the Red Sox are like, fuck, we just signed him. Uh, <laughs> Josh, do you have any words of wisdom to say before we go? Um, no, I got to save those for tonight's show. Um, <laughs> so I only have so many in a day, um, but I am going to plug our other shows. So make sure you join us on Wednesdays for birds at Bush. That's our Cardinals exclusive show. Logan will be there from time to time. It'll be myself and Jordan Marini uh, talking all St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Um, 
obviously join us on future episodes of Anthony Stretch. Those are kind of every, all the time, everywhere, like Mondays, Fridays, Thursdays, Sundays, whenever we can fit them in or whenever we have special things going on. Hold on. I'm sorry. My daughter's interrupting me right now. Um, Hi, daughter. How dare you be a she dad? Wanted, she's, yeah, she wanted me to feel her orange. <laughs> Um, and then uh, check out the Blues Notes if you're a hockey fan. That's our St. Louis Blues exclusive hockey show. Um, we're on Sunday nights, usually between 8 and 8.30. If you're a hockey person, uh, come check us out. We don't just talk talk primarily about Blues, but we cover other topics going on in the NHL as well. Good job. Good job. Um, Look soon. at the distinguished gentleman. That's That sounds like playing the entire time you pulled that out, and I – refrained the entire time that josh was talking you should be very proud that that i i waited as long as i did to i i, I am very proud you should be also <laughs> i'm oh, no it's not on here dang it i was gonna no. get my uh, laugh track out oh but i forgot about it uh anyways so yeah i'm logan stone hopefully we start being more consistent josh lewis will be back i'm sure uh at Bourbon and baseball will be back on, I'm sure, to talk some Astros stuff. We'll be doing preseason stuff. And I say we as in I'll be a part of it. I'm doing stuff. I'm busy, man. Okay. I got these uh, fine podcasters on, and that's about as far as I can go. Uh, anyways, likes, comment, subscribe to everything. Everything all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. Good movie. Uh, okay. Bye, Felicia's. Oh no, I forgot. Say, it. say it. uh Josh, say something funny. It's uh what your your line you're supposed to say? Live uh, long and watch some damn baseball. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh I don't have an in- outro anymore. Some somebody yeah, came in and started crapping on things. Nope. Hey everybody, this is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. I just want to say a quick thank you for watching one of the shows here on the Variety Sports Network with tons of other shows and content that's available all over the place. Right here at the Variety Sports Network, from Variety Sports Network to to VSN Collegiate to VSN Football, with more to come soon. Um, So stay on the lookout for those because they're coming.